or 12 minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the one two three show with me noreen Mir, this thursday afternoon and since it's thursday it's time for a bit of chinwag with sadia osmani sadia it's great to see you good to see you too how are you doing i'm all right just a bit sort of hot and smart hot and sticky i always choose um chinwag kind of talking points on things like that are happening or things that are topical or whatever and that I think, are directly affecting yeah, all of us yeah hot and sticky is yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, heat and humidity in Hong Kong. Um, I must admit, like, I've not only been in Hong Kong three years. And when I first came three years ago, people said, oh, you know what? You'll get used to the heat. You'll, your body will just acclimatize and, you know, you won't feel it. You'll be fine. But I'm still waiting. Um, I'm born and bred here. I'm yeah. still waiting. You don't really. I suppose you, I didn't feel as hot when I was growing. I didn't feel like Hong Kong was as hot um, mm. when I was growing up. Mm. But I felt very hot growing up. But um, I, yeah. But, well, actually, I mean, the the weather is changing everywhere. I mean, I was brought up in the UK, and UK has always been quite grey and drizzly. And I spent a lot of time in Scotland, which is very like in the summer, it's very cool. You, you always need a cardigan. So they say that, like, you know, I've been doing a little bit of research on this because I thought there must be something I can find out which is going to make my life easier, right? And I'm sure quite a few other people actually suffer this too. But um, but they do say that, you know, it it has a lot to do with what you are used to. So if you've been brought up in quite a cold climate or a hot climate, then your body is probably more acclimatized to that kind of weather. So it might take you a little bit longer to get used to it or whatever. So, you know, I suppose, yes, I was brought up in a more colder climate. Um, and so therefore, I find it quite hard to deal with the humidity. Um, also, um, when I was reading up about it, it also said that, you know, age might have a factor. But the age thing, which I thought, hang on, I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, the age thing is a kind of a bit of a balance, because rather you can, um, you are more susceptible to sort of heat stress and heat illnesses as you get older. But the, the, but the other flip side of it is that as you get older, you know, quite a few people, and you notice that lots of older people kind of lose a little bit of their body fat, mm. they get a little bit leaner and stuff. And because of that, you know, that's not insulating them so much and they, they feel the cold a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so that could be a, a thing. The other things, just these are just kind of some of the general points. Um, the other thing they say is about body size. Now, I didn't want to go there, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but they're saying that there's a thing called Alan's Rule which applies to humans specifically. And it's showing that humans from hotter regions tend to be taller and skinnier, where colder regions inhabitants are rounder. Oh really? Well, yes. I I don't come well, from a I don't come from a cold place. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit around, <laughs> uh, you know. And so humans actually do actually adapt to hot climate after a few weeks, and they say that the blood concentrations of water and salt adjust to allow greater cooling, and the blood vessels alter to get more to the skin. And that's why I suppose when you look at athletes who are training for for you know they're going to go to heat, heat climates which are really hot, they do this intense training where they just put into the heat and they their body has to adjust adapt yeah that's uh, right you know and i've thought of that quite a few times and i've thought okay you know what i'm just going to get out there <laughs> and uh, and the problem is is i don't know how people feel about this but when you get hot and sticky um 
your temper kind of flares a wee bit, you know. And you're, you're hot, not, more hot and bothered. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hot and bothered. And I think it's a kind of vicious circle because you get sort of hot and bothered and then you get irritable and then you get even more hot and bothered. And, you know, sometimes when people, when you tell people you're feeling this, they say, listen, you've just got to go out there and try not to feel the heat. How can you do that? Oh my goodness, that reminds me of a phrase in Chinese, like a proverb. If your heart is still or calm, then you'll naturally be cool. Yeah, that's what people uh, say, yes. always say. My grandma used to say that. Yeah, my daughter says that to me. She goes, you know, you've just got to chill out. You've just got to psychologically get out there and just just relax and say no i don't feel hot it's be, you I'm know absolutely calm people who say that haven't experienced the humidity here in hong kong it's the heat plus the humidity i mean we naturally sweat when it's hot yeah. but and it's when a it's, cooling mechanism exactly yeah. it's a cooling mechanism it's it's your homeostasis effect and and when it's so humid in the atmosphere, your your sweat isn't evaporating at a fast enough rate yeah. to cool you down, which is why it's quite you know, which is why it's so easy to get a heat mm. stroke sometimes mm. because you're not being cooled down fast enough. And I'm just looking at the humidity at the relative humidity today: seventy three percent. There's seventy three percent parts of water droplets, and yeah, it's really well, quite humid. And if you spend, I mean, we're very lucky, I suppose, in Hong Kong, in that you don't actually have you know, if you're kind of out and about, you get a really from it you go into like public transport and it's yes. cool now if you t you were in london or in your in some other places there is not air conditioning everywhere and that is when you really when you really feel it because yeah. you never your body never gets break but then you can argue that actually it's because you're humid. constantly yeah. hot and cold hot and cold then then your body never actually adjusts to one particular temperature um but but you know i think generally people some people are better at it than others my husband, for instance, I can't believe it. I will just take wear something very light and cotton, and he'll have a, th a thick sweatshirt on, and he'll be absolutely fine, honestly. And he doesn't. And I keep kind of looking over to see: other is there any sweat? Is there any perspiration? No. And I, I find that very unfair. But women are supposed to have a higher body temperature than men because yeah. we have an extra layer of adipose tissue. Or, yes, well, fat. fat. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound very cool there, Noreen. I, I, I'm glad that I have a few more layers of adipose tissue because it really does make me feel much better. But um, just general tips, actually, to think about if you don't like the humidity, then obviously the, you know, the, the thing that is always said is drink plenty of fluids and water and supposedly coconut water is a really good thing to drink because that really does kind of refresh you um, but they're saying that if you have too much plain water you can actually dilute some of the important electrolytes that you have in your body so that's why they say that things like you know electrolyte drinks and stuff once in a while are probably not bad for you um, and then they're saying you know obviously wear light colored now I try and avoid wearing black but it's nice to wear black because you look so much you know you don't see the tissues that you're talking about so much <laughs> Um, so, like, you know, light colours and things like cotton fabrics and rayon is actually quite good too. Um, and then it said, you know, don't do too much strenuous um, outdoor activity during 11 and 2. So just stay indoors. Yes, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Just don't go out full stop. But but another interesting thing is is that obviously we have hot air conditioning in Hong Kong. So in the night, you know, you can be cool and, and it's okay. But one of the things that was suggested, I was reading up a number of things, and they said, get your bed sheets and put them in the freezer. 
And I was thinking, what? what? So you fold your bed sheets up, and this is like written in a few places. That oh, freeze your bed sheets, and then before you go to bed, just take them out and then put them on, and they'll be really, really cool and slightly damp. And then if it's a really hot night, you will you'll never have such a good sleep. You know, and if you do that, you you will absolutely be fine. And so, um, I don't know how much room there is in my freezer I was for bed sheets. Their bed sheets, <laughs> I know, that's a bit freezer. disgusting, that's isn't so it? That's so weird. But um, but that's what people wrote on there, you know. And it said, eat very sort of high content sort of water food, which is things like melons. We all have that, you know, watermelons and melons, and lots of salads. Don't cook your food so much, um, so because they have kind of ninety percent more water content and spicy food supposedly is quite good because uh, but then that's obvious i think spicy food it makes you sweat and then the sweat cools you down um but the initial effect of it's pretty hard yeah. because you're just like <gasps> dripping all over the place and you probably want to drink more water yeah yeah and one thing that i was reading actually some guy who actually works as a welder and stuff and he's in heat all the time and he suggested that you should uh breathe through your nose not your mouth but now wearing masks <laughs> you know um the wearing masks obviously does make it difficult because you get hotter but breathing through your nose supposedly the nose breathing gives the air time to cool before it gets to your lungs so oh. so that's another top tip and finally um cool down your hot zones <laughs> whatever hot zones you have just cool them down because the hot zones are basically like your the temples your ankles your elbows wrists your knees and your neck now if you have any other hot zones cool them down um, <laughs> and then so those things actually help and also I think you know if people if women are, are going through the menopause and things like that then you know you're going to get those hot flushes and that's regardless of humidity and things and, like that and, th and that's very real because of the hormones it makes yeah. you you know you wake up in the middle of the night and you you're sweating buckets literally yeah. that the aircon can be on can be 20 degrees in the room and it can but you come still it can just trigger out of nowhere yeah. it's just that you're absolutely fine um you know i had that problem sometimes but i've been in um a restaurant and this is you know a very cool restaurant and the air conditioning is on and i'm just like oh, i'm just so hot and i'm just dripping i cannot even eat because i'm just so and my and then what happens is people's the back of their head just gets really wet and their hair gets really wet and but these are the trials and tribulations of life I exactly suppose, yes know. oh but i think psychologically probably we need to do a bit of meditating and just have an attitude of no it's not really hot it's lovely it's okay <laughs> i'm going to try that actually i shall try that well justin on the facebook page by the way feel free to to drop us a note anytime justin says try working in a shipyard in hong kong oh. 33 degrees outside yeah. 40 plus inside a boat sure. you can drink five liters plus water you can drink five liters of, of more water uh, and electrolyte in a day and no and not use the toilet once oh my because goodness. i guess because your body you just all the water is going out i do admire i must admit you know it's really tough work if you do see a lot of people out there working construction sites things like that yes. and it's always happening in hong kong and you know and they're wearing hard hats they're wearing full overalls and things like that and you know my heart goes out to them because it must be tough tough 
um, you know, it must be just dripping inside. Like, so, oh, you know, full, they, they deserve a medal, seriously. Absolutely. So kudos to, to you, Justin. And also a lot of people who, the mascots in, in theme parks as well. Oh, I've gosh. often wondered, yeah. somebody in a, in a, I don't know, in a Mickey Mouse Donald suit, Duck, Donald yeah, Duck, yeah. or some, you know, one of them in an ocean park or whatever. It's so hot in the in the heat and the humidity here in Hong Kong so that's yeah. another they have this little vent um in front a mesh thing where they but that doesn't really it doesn't help no. you really need an air conditioning so i mean i've my husband's an engineer and i keep telling him look you know design something for me <laughs> like you know maybe a hat a wide brim hat with air conditioners a, a kind of light air conditioner and a cooling mist or something that like comes a personal down flurry yeah. like like olaf in yeah. frozen <laughs> that's right so somebody must be able to invent something but you know apart from a whole space space kind of um you you know outfit where you just have the air conditioning inside which might make you look a bit odd but at least you'd be cool so so i suppose there's no solution i think it's just trying to use some of these things lose a little bit of weight and you know drink lots of water and wear cotton exactly and and drinking the right type of water nathan solia one of the the guests on the program he often talks about how if you are um if you are three percent dehydrated, so when you're feeling thirsty mm. already, that's already yeah, it's too late. It's, that's what it says yeah. here too. That drink water before you get thirsty. Exactly. Keep your body, you know, filled up with water, cold water. Well, not necessarily cold water, but co- water before you get thirsty. The moment you get thirsty, it's too late. Yeah, your body is starving for water. When you're then. when you're five percent dehydrated, yeah. your organs already you're already yeah. overheating a lot. Gosh. When you're ten percent dehydrated, you die. That's how little it takes. So, you know, and also the type of water you drink is very important. Some of the times we drink distilled water, that's got nothing in it. No mm-hmm. minerals, no nothing. And if anything, it leaches out the minerals from our body. So it's very important that we drink something, like you said just now, with uh, electrolytes or with co- coconut, coconut water. water. I think watermelons and things like that where you're having fruit yeah. with a very high water content, at least you're also getting some of those vitamins and you've got the fiber and things like that that's coming through yeah. as well. So and if you have distilled water like we do at yeah. RTHK just put a pinch of um, salt. sea salt yeah. in it um, but also things like you know for children because children are playing outside and they want to stay outside and play and like they watermelon all- lollies yeah. popsicles and things like that just make your own you can easily just cut the watermelon stick a stick in it put it in the, the freezer, freezer and it's great it's great for us yeah. and you and if you don't eat it all you can always put it into your sort of pressures <laughs> your kind of zones here and there and that might add a little bit of taste to your life <laughs> Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing this week, how to handle uh, the heat and the humidity here in Hong Kong. Thank you very much. Until next week. Thank you.